0: Would you buy a vehicle where air conditioning is only an optional extra, it's only available with a manual gearbox, only the top spec model has electric windows, to adjust the rear vision mirrors you have to reach outside and do it by hand, they are not electronic let alone heated, and the vehicle is not particularly cheap. Could such a vehicle be sold in the Australian market? Well, the Toyota Land Cruiser 70 Series is just that vehicle and the owners absolutely love them. The 70 Series is mainly sold as a cab chassis ute-style vehicle although you can get it as a troop carrier as well. They start at about $61,000 plus on rows. but by the time you put on a tray, air conditioning and things, gee, you must be up around $75,000. So who buys them? Well, Matt Wood from Bower Trade Publications and I were on the launch, and Matt joins us on the line to talk about the vehicle. Matt, thanks very much for your time.
1: No worries at all, David. Now,
0: who are the sort of people that buy these the, this sort of car?
1: Oh, look, the 70 Series is... Uh pretty much the mule of the bush. Toyota's dealership sort of coverage and stuff like that means that uh, it's reputation for reliability and stuff like that and the fact that there's dealers just down the road it's kind of made it pretty popular and um, they hang together. For 500,000 kilometres on the clock is not uncommon on these things, even more.
0: You talk about them almost as surviving the nuclear holocaust.
1: Oh, look, it is a little bit like that. I think the 70s are survivor in uh, more ways than one. I think uh, the way that uh, vehicle development has gone, as you've already mentioned in terms of electrics and uh, having a lot of the more plush features, it still retains a real workhorse kind of thing. It sort of straddles the uh, line between a light truck and a... Uh, a 4x4 utility, if you like.
0: Yeah, well, of course, you don't need electric windows if you're going to go through deep water, and, you know, a lot of them come with snorkels and things. Uh, having water up around all that electronics is probably what you don't want. So, in many ways, they're, they're suited to that. But, of course, other cars uh, from other makers, like the Land Rover Defender and the Nissan, they, they've actually pulled out of the market. It, it's not a big market, although it is a passionate one.
1: Oh, absolutely, and, you know, I'm actually quite um, glad, to be honest, that Toyota have made a business case to keep the 70 Series going. It was in doubt, you know, for a long time. Tightening emissions, fuel economy requirements, uh, crash safety requirements and stuff like that. I mean, these are the things that finished up the uh, Nissan Patrol and the uh, Land Rover Defender. I mean, the Defender was... It, it wasn't really a business vehicle. It had really become a lifestyle kind of vehicle. So it was, it had a loyal following. Whereas something like Land Cruise has probably gotten over the line because it's just uh, got such uh, business fleet credentials. I mean, the mining companies love them.
0: Yeah, it's very important, isn't it? We road tested a Land Rover Defender a number of years ago and uh, I think as I said to you on the launch, my colleague felt that no one who understood the word ergonomics had been near the vehicle in its design. Now the new 70 Series Land Cruiser, they haven't changed the looks much, have they?
1: No, they've only really changed what was necessary. The new engine is uh, now at Euro 5 emissions, which means it's always been an EGR engine, which is, um, without getting too much into the gobbledygook, is exhaust gas recirculation. Now it's got a big particulate filter underneath with a uh, burner in it that catches all the soot. Now, this all creates uh, more heat under the bonnet and additional cooling is required. So that's how it's got quite a big bulge on the bonnet now. And um, Toyota reckon that that makes it more pedestrian friendly too although I think that's a little bit (laughs) pushing the boat out a little bit thing I don't think I've ever seen one without a bull bar on it so (laughs) it kind of negates the idea
0: Yes, of course, a lovely comment. But the the idea, of course, that it's a boxy square thing, I think it's almost a religious icon. I mean, you wouldn't put solar panels on a Gothic cathedral. You wouldn't make this look too modern and fancy in its own way because the market just loves it as what it is. You mentioned the engine, 4.5-litre V8 diesel. That's pretty big without huge output figures. What, what are they?
1: It puts out 151 kilowatts. I can't recall the torque off the top of my head. I think it's 450 newton metres.
0: 430, I think, at uh, 1,200 revs per minute. So it's got low-down grunt, there's no doubt about it.
1: That low torque curve runs all the way up to 3,200 RPM. So, like, uh, the current crop of uh, 4x4 dual-cab utes that are just... That market's just booming at the moment. If you look at those figures, they're, they're actually fairly close to that V8. But I think it's pretty... Safe to say that that V8 is very, very unstressed at that uh, setting, and there's plenty of. There's not many of them running around stock, to be honest. Uh, private buyers, one of the first things they do is run out and get a, a performance upgrade uh, on that engine, and uh, it's it quite comfortably will will go up to uh, 200 kilowatts quite easily. So, but you know, I think the the key to that V8 is really the uh, not the torque, but also uh, just how long that torque curve is. It, it's got to be remembered that even though there's a whole bunch of utes out there that can tow three and a half ton, this is the only ute on the market that can actually carry a ton on the back and tow three and a half ton. A lot of people uh, get a little bit, there's a bit of misinformation. The idea that you can buy uh, a one ton, so I'll, I'll use a Toyota example, Hilux, and throw a ton in the back of it and it's tow 3.2 or 3.5 tonne, you just can't. You're overloading the vehicle, whereas the Cruiser can't.
0: In most of the other utes, it's either or rather than and. Yes. So you can't yes. load up the back and tow as well, as you said.
1: Absolutely. And I think the utilitarian sort of styling of the Cruiser as well, I mean, it really wears its undies on the outside. This truck—it's uh, it's sort of—it's all functionality. There's nothing left for the imagination. It's got a bonnet. It's got doors. It's got a bigger chassis now on the single cab. It's really built to carry and to pull and um, go virtually anywhere anyone's going to want to go.
0: You've tested a number of trucks in your time as well, which is great. Uh, You said that the gear ratio in this now is a little less truck-like?
1: Absolutely. Um, Beforehand, the uh, gear ratios were very low. So uh, previously on the highway, you'd be sitting at about 2,500 RPM, which um, didn't do wonders for fuel economy and it sort of had it screaming. Now with the uh, revised fifth gear ratio, there's also revised the second gear ratio, That cruising RPM's down to, like, 1,900 RPM now, um, which makes a lot more sense. Most of these vehicles are actually cruising out in the bush, outback roads, all that sort of thing. So they are actually spending a lot of time at 100, 110 kilometres an hour.
0: And it gets about 10.7 litres per 100, or it's rated at that, which is quite a lot in one sense, but for the type of vehicle it is, that's not bad. Better safety has been a major point of this latest release.
1: It has, again, to satisfy those fleet buyers. I think you'll recall 60% of uh, the 70 series are actually sold into business buyers and fleets. Again, it comes into the mining and to the agricultural sector, but the mines are really the ones stipulating um five star end cap running and all that sort of stuff. So that's why it's just stayed with the single cap. Obviously it would have been nice if that development was pushed out across the range um into the private buyers as well. But they're really meeting uh, their obligations as far as uh, these big uh, mining corporations go in terms of what they consider acceptable
0: vehicle stability control active traction control hill start assist brake assist electronic brake force distribution certainly the digital revolution is a main part of that but also things like front seat belt pretensioners and uh, front Passenger seat belt warnings are all part of just making that uh, a little bit more uh, safer, well, a lot more safer and, and as you say, appealing to the markets that way. They now do come with cruise control. You were a little surprised, really, that that was one of their standard features.
1: Look, it's great that they've thrown it in as a standard feature. I would have thought Aircon would be a more attractive standard feature because, frankly, I can't see many people buying it without air conditioning. Especially since so, so many of them actually operate out in the bush, so um, really, unless you want to get the flies out of the cab, you know you want the windows up and uh, and the aircon on. so I would have thought it would have been better to go the other way around. I would suggest it's probably cheaper to have crews installed from a factory than it is uh, the aircon, but no, no doubt there's some mining operations underground the where they they may not use air conditioning it 's a shame.
0: An interesting reflection, but again, probably something that you can do cheaply and wave the flag about. I think part of that was, uh, you know, you are talking about uh, cruise control and costs uh, and air conditioning, I believe, through the factory if you order one, which gets put in at the dealership, I believe, over $2,700. So it starts to put the price on. You said that people love them and they love to add things for them. That really means that quite a lot of them going around are pretty pricey cars
1: oh absolutely it, it's um it, outside of its sort of vocational existence if you like uh it it very much uh, is a badge of honor it's almost like a road going pair of boots you know it, it sort of it tells everybody that you go bush and you mean business and you, you know you're barely entwined from your zip ties you know it's, it's it's really got that kind of aura about it and and that's what's made it so popular, plus the fact that it is a tough bus. Yeah. Um, I think that's, uh, you know, there's no two ways about it. That reputation's been built up over, over 35 years, and I think you only have to look at the second-hand market to see, like, the residual values on them are still huge. Uh, i would struggling to find a five-year-old 70-series Land Cruiser that hasn't sort of been sitting at the bottom of a mine pit for under $40,000, which is pretty astonishing, really.
0: To keep uh, that sort of value over that period is pretty good. In fact, you mentioned earlier that perhaps at the bottom of a mine pit, servicing the mines might be the only location where they might not need an air conditioner.
1: Oh, look, there's a possibility if they're used underground and stuff like that. I mean, I've never spent uh, any amount of time at the bottom of a mine pit. Um, it's probably the only uh, th- thing that I could uh, think of in terms of why you wouldn't go for air conditioning. I think uh, the expectation, especially for a business vehicle used above ground, uh, would be that it would need air conditioning just to satisfy all uh, OH&S things. So... Um, yeah, it's a bit of a strange decision, but uh, that's, that's the only thing I could put it down to.
0: It also means that you can keep the list price down, that uh, it starts at 61000 but that's really only a start. You've got a fair way to go off that. I do love your expression, apart from its vocational existence. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I'll use that somewhere. It's a great idea. Matt, that is lovely to talk to you, and I appreciate your time greatly. Thank you very much.
1: No problem at all, David. Great to chat.
0: And that was Matt Wood from Bauer Trade Publications. And we were talking about the latest being kept alive, the Toyota Land Cruiser 70 Series now on sale in Australia.